1: these guys are brave.
3: They're Hawkeyes, living in enemy territory. Listen, these guys are way past
4: their prime, But they're still Hawkeyes! They're spreading the Hawkeye hype to all of Nebraska.
1: The Frost Advisory is cancelled! corn huskers more like corn suckers
3: are you ready for this podcast
2: Welcome back to the Nebraska Hawks Nest, your Hawkeye oasis located in a Nebraska desert. Make sure you take a little bit of time out of your day to hit the like and subscribe button so you can follow us on all of our interviews with current Hawkeyes, Hawkeye legends. And we know it puts a smile on Jerry's face, and that's always our goal every day of the week. So today we are joined by three of our favorite players from the University of Iowa volleyball team just is three of the few we're gonna have a big year this year so we're gonna do it just like we did. What you guys did back in school we're gonna have you raise your hand when we say your name for the <laughs> listeners and the people watching that don't know who you guys are for sure so we have Courtney Biserio okay. right there and then Hannah Clayton and Bailey Ortega Okay. So first question, I want to say, Courtney, are you like a legit six five, or are we, you know, fudging that? Because Megan Gustafson, you know, was listed at like six three, and she told us she's a solid six five.
4: I'm I'm six five barefoot, yeah. So
2: solid six five. Okay. All right. All right. We're not we're not bo- boosting those numbers for an intimidation factor at all. Um. <laughs> so so then the,
5: Bailey, are you actually five nine?
1: am um, five eight
5: and three and three quarters yes
1: actually on the dot yeah so 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 when
5: when you're in huddle do courtney and uh, hannah use you as an armrest and just kind of yeah i feel so (laughs) (laughs) short
1: thanks
2: Uh, that's awesome hey guys so we want to start out um really talking about uh each of your journeys to the university of iowa and the iowa volleyball program um as fans, we really want to get to know uh, you guys as people as much as possible. Um, I was telling Coach Brown that um, as a family, we got the uh, Big Ten Plus last year so we could watch every one of your guys' games and follow you along, and we're going to be doing the same again this year. Uh, walk us through, Courtney. Kind of talk about your recruiting process. Uh, start out with you, and then we can go to Hannah. Um what, what schools were recruiting you really hard? Where were you looking at going? Because you kind of made a long trip out from Chino, California. So, uh, you know, what was your recruiting process like?
4: Um, yeah, uh, I would say mine was definitely getting here was a lot different than a standard recruiting process. I actually signed to Iowa February of my senior year. And wow. so uh, for volleyball, it's a little late but that was because I was originally signed to play at Indiana University. Okay. Um, so um, they had a coaching switch December going in my senior year. And then um, my older sister, Megan, was actually already on campus for a year here. And so I, um, I had a relationship with um, Bond, the coach, prior to that of just being the little sister And so I knew a little bit about the school and um, about him and Megan's experiences with the school and the program and the team and everything. So um, when I decided to um, leave and look somewhere elsewhere, look elsewhere, Iowa was definitely top of my list just because of that inside connection um, and knowledge that I had of the team especially because it wanted I wanted it to be such a quick turnaround because I yeah. was in my last semester of high school um so yeah uh, i had a couple conversations honestly after that Iowa was really my only school that i was looking at and um uh, i loved the small town uh feel that like Iowa is like the school and um, the fan base is so just intertwined with the university and the athletic programs and um, the family that that creates. I just love that because that's so different from back home. We don't really have anything comparative to that.
2: Yeah, college sports aren't quite the same on the West Coast as they are in the Midwest because you have all those pro sports teams and, you know, they say like UCLA and USC and, you know, Cal, a lot of those other schools um, are a big deal. But then you look at the, in the stands for a lot of those games and they're like half empty.
4: Exactly. So um, I was definitely out of the gate uh, looking for something different just to see something different. And obviously the environment weather kind of lifestyle is all different and that was enticing and exciting to me so uh, i was excited to come here yeah
2: that that's a cool story i mean that's a really interesting background and really excited that uh that we have you as a hawkeye
5: i love it here yeah happy to be here so so what was your reaction to your first iowa winter and specifically your first sub-zero experience
4: That was a polar vortex. So my <laughs> first my first winner was the polar vortex. I was in the um, it was something that was terrible. It was it not, was something was bad. I I questioned it I was like, I asked I think everyone, is this like every year?
5: does
4: it oh. get this cold every year? Because if it does, I I don't know. But <laughs>
2: I've been living here my whole life, and i felt that way. I'm like, I don't know if I want to stay here anymore. This
4: yeah. is terrible. It, that was something else, and I'm glad it's never gotten to that point again. And last winter, <laughs> half of it, I was able to go home because of COVID, so I feel like I've kind of escaped. Yeah. Uh, that. Last,
2: last winter was terrible, too.
5: Yeah. Was not good. Maybe we'll All get right. a good
3: one. So,
5: so moving on, Hannah. Go ahead and give us your background, where you're from, and uh, you know how your recruitment went.
3: Yeah, so I'm from Bloomington, Illinois, um, about three hours from here, right, kind of dead center of Illinois. Um, I my recruiting process a little bit is a little bit different. I didn't start playing volleyball until competitive volleyball until sophomore year of high school. So I was a gymnast before that. I really. <laughs> I. Started gymnastics when I was five years old, just like most kids do. You know, my parents put me in. I had a ton of energy, you know, go flip and have fun. Um, And then I just kind of loved it. And I eventually made the pre-team and the team throughout, like, middle school, um, junior high time. And I had all my best friends there. And I really loved gymnastics at the time. And I was like, oh, this is it. I'm going to be an amazing gymnast. Um, And then I became six feet tall. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So... Yeah. And my parents are real tall too. So it was kind of ine- inevitable. Like I kind of, I feel like I should have saw that coming, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I still, I still competed. I competed in gymnastics for five years. Um, and pretty much all five of the years I competed, <clears throat> I was either almost six foot or six foot. So,
5: um,
3: but then, yeah, uh, when I got to high school, I kind of decided that, you know, I probably didn't have much of a future in gymnastics, Uh so I decided to kind of branch out and try volleyball. So my freshman year of high school, I just played high school on the high school team for the first time. And then uh, I didn't play travel club, but I played uh, another version of club that my club team offered. That was just practice twice a week, a lot less intense. Um, and then sophomore year, I decided to go out for the travel team and I quit gymnastics then. So, okay, yeah, so that's kind of when recruiting started for me, but it, When I started volleyball, I didn't think I wanted to play in college. I was just kind of like, oh, I'm trying it, something new. Um, And then, I mean, as everyone knows, I guess before the rule switch, uh, recruiting in volleyball happens really early. So I was kind of, you know, playing in club tournaments, and my club coach, 16 year, came up to me one time and was like, hey, have you – thought about what you're going to do for college. Are you interested in that? I have coaches coming up to me asking me questions about you. And I was kind of like, wait, what? (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I don't know. At at that point, I kind of decided that, you know, this was something I wanted to pursue um, and excel at and be the best that I could. So um, once I decided I want to play in college, I would say like my sights were set on my goal was to play in the big 10. And that's kind of what I wanted. Um, and just being from the Midwest, that was appealing to me to stay kind of close to home. Most of our conferences, obviously, right around here. So, um, so yeah, I uh, wasn't even looking at Iowa at all, honestly, <laughs> for the longest time. I was like looking at others, like my sites were set on different schools, and then I was like, um, and then the coach before Vicky uh, reached out to me. and I was like, yeah, I'll give Iowa a call. I'll just you know test run. It Practice. was one of my first college calls was. Um, bond at Iowa. Yeah. Uh, and so I ended up coming mm-hmm. on a visit and I was like, okay, it was my first visit ever, too. I was like, all right, test run, Iowa, whatever. <laughs> um, and I, I ended up loving it. And I was like, okay, like this is what it's all about. And then after I visited here, I took a couple other visits. Um, and I, every time I visited another school, I just compared it to Iowa. And I was like, none of them were as great as Iowa. And I, yeah, I just came back yeah. and I was like, the rest is history. So, <laughs> It's All just right. so funny. I, I just never had Iowa in my back of my head, never thought about it as a possibility, and here I am, and I love it. So and Jerry,
2: I think that's the back, like a future back of a T-shirt for us. Nothing else compares to Iowa. Like, something <laughs> like that. I think that's something we might need to look <laughs> into. <laughs> We're going to have to send you a free T-shirt for coming up with that. Be careful,
5: well, Adam. With NIL, she may be asking for more money from us or something. I just <laughs> so.
1: have to have her name on it. <laughs>
5: Hey so uh, so Hannah that's funny that you say that volleyball wasn't on your radar till high school cuz didn't your mom play overseas professionally at one point according yeah, to Yes she bio? did.
3: She she played first at um, Illinois State for 4 years and then she played in France yeah for so about how- 6 7 months
5: so were you the rebel then like going in gymnastics? She was outside your door yelling, you'll play volleyball. And you're like,
3: no, <laughs> I'm so this. You know, my or, parents, were, they honestly didn't really push me to play volleyball. They just wanted me to play, do whatever I wanted. They want I think they did want me to play at least some kind of sport. Um, but they were supportive no matter what I played. But it was funny because my dad's 6'6", my mom's 6'3". Yeah. Um, and, you know, they would come to every single one of my gymnastics needs. They would walk in and they'd be towering over every single one of my teammates and all the other girls' parents there. Um, and my dad, it's funny, he um, – one of the first – once we, I started playing volleyball, um, what he would always tell my club teammates is he was like, yeah, when I first walked into my first club tournament, I was like, wow, these are my people. Like, we're here. <laughs> I'm kind of, all, we're kind of all around the same height. So, yeah, it was just funny. Uh, uh, I could just go.
2: I could just hear your parents like talking to their friends like oh that's our daughter Hannah, the gymnast of the family. <laughs> 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 like, you
3: know, every other gymnast parents were like, we know who that girl's parents are. We we know where where she belongs.
5: <laughs> that's great. They like looked around
2: going,
1: hmm. Oh.
2: <laughs> yeah. You guys got good stories. Bailey, you got a lot to live up
5: to here. Yeah, I was gonna like, say, like, Bailey, the bar's been set. And,
1: I know, I'm nervous. <laughs> uh,
5: no, you're not. <laughs> just in the little time we've been on, I can tell you're not nervous at all. So I'm
1: I'm really trying to.
2: (laughs) All right, Bailey. let's hear your story.
1: Um, So I'm obviously from Davenport, which is just 45 minutes east of here. Um, My recruiting process was similar to Hannah's. I didn't start playing competitive volleyball until my freshman year of high school. Um, Didn't really think I could play Division I because, I mean, being a 5'9 setter is very unrealistic once you get to really high-level volleyball. Um, I always wanted to go to Iowa. I mean, growing up in Iowa, I always wanted to be a Hawkeye. It was a big dream of mine. I idolized Bree Orr when she was here. Like, I've just always loved Iowa volleyball. Um, But it just seemed unattainable for me throughout my recruiting process. So I talked to other schools and then I started to get some division one interest and just always went back to Iowa volleyball camps. Cause I was like, they may not be interested, but I'll go get better. Like I'll go get to know people. It's so cool to be here. Um, went to a random winter camp and then they ended up reaching out to me. And my brother actually is in med school here at Iowa. Okay. And me and him are the bestest of friends. And he always told me, he's like, you're going to end up playing volleyball here. And I was like, I don't know what is going through your head, but it's not happening. Like, thank you, but it's not happening. So when they reached out, I was so shocked that I, like, almost ignored all of the other interests I was getting. And I was like, I'm going to Iowa. Like, I I hope they offer me or I will be crushed. Like, I just hope this happens. So, um, yeah, I ended up committing on uh, Cinco de Mayo my junior year. (laughs) Always remember that. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I mean – it's it's so cool because I remember walking in for like my first media day and putting on like the Hawkeye jersey and I was just freaking out because you I always have dreamed of doing this. I'm never thought of going to Iowa State, even though that's just a thing for some reason. Yeah. Iowa State or Iowa. It was always Iowa for me. So um yeah, I still fangirl to this day when I see certain people like walking down the Carver elevator and stuff. Yes. I just, I do. Like, great example. So, my like senior year, I went and watched Joe Wieskamp at Muscatine because he's in my conference. Yeah. And, I was in there and I was like, oh my gosh, it's Joe Wieskamp. But I was like freaking out because he's so good. And then I ended up committing and I was like, I'm going to end up running into him and I'm going to be the crazy psycho fangirl that just like, <laughs> loves Iowa basketball. So I was like in the elevator and he was in the elevator and I was there with these two. And I was like, I was like, that's Joey's kid. I, was just like, I was freaking out. So I, I love being in Carver and I just, I love being a Hawkeye. It's a dream of mine that I've had for so long. So it's just cool to see it all kind of come true.
2: That's that little story, Jerry, that she said about like at media days putting on the Jersey for the first time. Like I got goosebumps. Like that is freaking awesome.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's so oh. fun.
2: Yeah. Guys, walk us through, for a fan that has not been to the new Extreme Arena, what they can expect coming in there. I've seen some pictures. It looks pretty awesome. What can we expect watching the Iowa Hawkeyes play there this year?
3: Yeah, I think, I mean, <laughs> last, last season, obviously we didn't have any fans, um, but this season we're – expecting full capacity. Um, So we're excited to be in that kind of environment. I mean, obviously we've only played in Carver so far um, with fans. Um, So we're excited to kind of have Extreme filled up. It's going to be, I feel like, a loud and intense environment. Just, um, I mean, a lot of other schools in the Big Ten that we play at, they have a more condensed environment. So um, it's just, it's more of like, it's going to be more of like a homey feel. And um, the fans are just going to be a lot closer to us. Um, which I think should be cool and everyone will be closer together it'll it'll be a cool environment so you definitely expect um yeah a bumping crowd yeah. and just a loud
4: environment yeah.
2: you might have a lot to deal with with them serving beer in the arena now it's going to get crazy
5: yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's be interesting uh, yeah. Yeah.
5: Well, you know coach brown kind of highlighted the appeal too because you're right in the middle of a lot of, I don't know if you want to call it nightlife or you know restaurants and and other things to do. So it can really be a total experience for the fans out there as well. But how much better, you know, we always hear about Carter Hawkeye and how far away the seats are from the court. How much better? I mean, when you say it's gonna be close, how much better is that for you guys to have that home feel and have that crowd right there than it would be, you know, with them being further away in Carver Hawkeye like that? It
4: it's I think for us, like being the home team, it's fun to have everyone there. But being so close and, like, feeling, like, people on the court. And it's not just, like, like this season. It was just – it felt very scrimmage-like because it was just two teams and a couple fans – like, our parents. Um, so, like, a total of, like, 20 people at, in a 6,000-seat arena, you know. So having, like, us just, like, feeling, like, energy from the people and then being, I think, the away team we talk about different arenas and how being the away team feels Mm -hmm. and just like having their fans just over them almost like, not just like same level. Um, but like, just like the feeling of you're just being like toppled on and just the noise and sounds Mm -hmm. and everything. Um,
5: so now we're looking to dish it out to the other teams now. Yeah. Yeah. I, like,
1: yeah. I like
5: it. I like it.
1: It doesn't matter how it makes us feel. How do they feel? <laughs> <about it? laughs>
2: I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. I'm excited. Um, we, Jerry and I are huge, huge, huge fans of Coach Brown. She is Awesome. One of the coolest people we've ever got the chance to talk to. I couldn't believe how cool she was. We really want you guys to dig deep here. Tell us what it's like to play for Coach Brown. What type of person is she? And you know, if you guys want to share some stories that the the average fan wouldn't know, we would be more than okay listening to those.
4: I mean, I I really enjoy playing with under her because she at first cuz she was a player. And so she has that and in the big 10. Um, so she has that personal experience of knowing she's played in these gyms before she's played against these coaches, some of them before yeah. and having that personal aspect of it and like mindset. Um, I've really enjoyed getting to know her side of things and how she, and how her team at Illinois worked together and just like finding different things that can help us click and um, be really competitive in conference and things like that. But I I really enjoyed playing for her. Um, freshman year, she was our assistant coach, so I got to know her that way. But knowing her as a head coach and um, how we've grown together as our relationship as player and coach has um, been really cool and really fun to build upon. For sure. Nice. Yeah,
3: she, something that I really appreciate, I know the rest of the team does too, she is big on just like women empowerment and just making us um, feel comfortable stepping up and um, just honing in on women in sports. Um, and I think that's been huge for us, especially the past couple of years. Um, I mean, as soon as she became the head coach, that was like her focus. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, she just does a good job of challenging us in different ways um, whether it be leadership wise or on the court. Uh, she really yeah, challenges us, us to step out as individuals um, and use our own talents and voice, um, which I think is really special and unique um, compared to just different coaches in the way um, that they coach. But, yeah, I think her specific style is super just motivational and empowering for us, yeah. which is huge and um, definitely pushes us to play harder and want to be the best that we can be because we know we have a coach who believes in us and knows that we can step out um, in the way that she um, coaches us.
5: Nice. Yeah nice so yeah. the, so coach Brown oh I'm sorry go ahead I no I
1: way. mean I completely agree I just I love her because she is kind of like Hannah said she's just super positive and motivational and coming in my like freshman year that was really really good for me like the just a nice little pat on the back sometimes like she, she's really good at like kind of evening it out or like mm-hmm. she'll be like hey get it together and hey like you're doing great you know what I mean? like nice yeah. really even so I She's super positive and I think it's something that can be hard to find especially at this level so having that is just really awesome to have. I her.
3: think she'd
2: be like the type of coach and you guys tell me if I'm wrong but she's just she's so comfortable in her own skin and so relatable and so easy to talk to that like you want to bust your tail and play hard for her because you just don't want to let her down because mm-hmm. she's such a great person.
5: Yep. Totally. Yeah. So, so Coach Brown told us that she avoided getting into coaching because the, you know, she said all the coaches just looked all haggard when she was coming up through and gray hair like they aged way sooner. Are either the three of you giving her any reason to age sooner than she really needs to?
4: I hope not. <laughs> I don't
1: think so. Well, they
2: they avo- they avoided any Coach Brown story. I was like, wait, like a, a fun practice story with Coach Brown, but they all looked at each other and got real quiet. And they're like, oh, do I don't understand? have a fun
1: practice story. I, mean- I have a fun story of her, sort of. Let,
2: let's hear it. Okay,
1: so um, something that we started when we started traveling this year was we started playing Uno on our phones, like the iMessage games. So we play Uno and Vicky on the bus rides kind of always just like sits in the front, like does her own thing. So eventually it's like we were hanging out at the hotel and I would like start bringing Uno cards and everyone would start playing Uno. And she got into one of the games and I'm just sitting here like it's all the players and like this isn't going to be that intense. And she is like throwing plus four after plus four at me and like just hitting me hard. And I'm just like, what is happening? And she's just like so competitive. And it's funny to see it. Like, it's not just a volleyball competitive. It's like she brings it in Uno. Like, it's the most cutthroat game of Uno I've ever played (laughs) in my entire life. So every time, like, I see her, like, in a competitive nature, I always just think of Uno.
2: (laughs) She she told us she's competitive in traffic. Like, she won't let anyone pass her. Like, you're not passing me. She hits the gas. I'm like, I would love to see your driving record. Like, how many tickets she's gotten in the last five years.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, we, um, she doesn't play with us much anymore, now she's the head coach, but our freshman year, she would play with us all the time, um, and it's funny, like, her competitive side comes out pretty quick, yeah. and I can only imagine how she was just as a player, I And mean, she'll tell us some stories, but, yeah, like, even playing with her as her players and not necessarily her teammates, like, I can only imagine how competitive <laughs> she was in practice and games when she was playing at Illinois, yeah.
2: Oh, geez. She told us this story. And I I don't know if she's told you this, but this is probably my favorite story ever uh, during an interview that she was playing overseas. And the ownership of the team was like, hey, guys, like after we score a point, when you celebrate, can you do something a little more engaging and entertaining to kind of get the fans hyped up? And she said, okay. And so she's like, she had a kill. And then she walked up to the stands and goes, are you not entertained? And, and like everybody like blew up. And, and I was like, that's awesome. I was like, I feel like, is that like a WWE style? Like they want you to come out like with a gimmick and it, She said, almost like they really wanted you to play it up to the fans.
4: I 100% believe that. Yeah.
5: yeah. So, the, so being that competitive like she is, does she ever get it out and mix it up on the court with you guys then during practices or?
4: There's been a couple times yeah. when numbers are short, but I mean, this year we're bringing in 18 people. So really? it's going to be two full squads going in at each other, which will be fun because it'll yeah. just be us just competing um, day in and day out to get better. And um, yeah, so that'll be fun. But yeah, she used to a little bit, but probably not as much. We
3: did one. We did, what was it, our last spring oh, practice? Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was funny. We had. Um, th- we were short on numbers too. So I think we split into three teams, but mm-hmm. everyone played. So we had all the coaches playing
5: and they were taking it
3: seriously. They had their knee pads on. They were like getting warm and, like, like 40, 40 minutes, minutes <laughs> before.
1: It was like, it was an intense. With,
5: did they walk out with like the old school headband and the old school knee pads, you know? And-
1: I mean, yeah, I pretty close. <laughs> yeah.
5: Oh, yeah.
2: It like, it's not semi-pro Jerry with Will Ferrell <laughs> coming out with the headband
5: <laughs> on and everything. <laughs> Well, that's how I dress. That's how I dress. That's why I
2: wanted to ask. So. Yeah, I, we do that just to take the attention off how terrible we actually are. So yeah. um, so guys, I really want to find out. Um, let's air a little, little dirty laundry here. Out of all the teams that we play in the Big Ten, what's that one team that you just want to beat a little bit more where you see their logo pop up and your heart rate kind of picks up a little bit and you just want to let them have it? I know you guys have somebody <laughs> in mind. I
0: can tell.
3: Um, Yeah, I'd quickly say Nebraska. Yeah. Nebraska. Uh, every year, I think. Whether – I mean, we usually end up playing them home and away because they're our travel partner. Yeah. Um, so it's always – yeah, it's a grind against them every year. And it's it's funny. I mean, as you get older – I mean, this is the case with anyone in the Big Ten, every team. But uh, with me and Courtney, it's like we played against a lot of these girls for the past, like, four years, three years. Yeah. So it's like we all – like, I know you know me. I, you know what I mean? I know you. So it's just it's just funny to get – it just builds, you know, like the competitiveness builds as you get older. I mean, freshman year, it's everything's new, but then sophomore year, junior year, like it just builds you have the same – playing against the same girls and you just want
4: that win even more Yeah, as time goes on. And then obviously fan bases both get into it. Like I think our – yeah, it had to be our freshman year or sophomore year. Like we're pretty much filling the lower ring of Carver. Like, yeah, they have the um, – it's like a women's basketball game. It's kind yeah. of – yeah. Pack, um, so like that is just so fun and um, yeah. And then obviously Devaney is one of the best places to play, and so yeah, um, yeah, they're always fun to play.
0: And we're,
2: yeah. talk, we're talking smack out here, and we're letting them know. They're like, they think that that's the one thing they got on us is volleyball, and we're like you watch out, we're coming, we're coming. You guys be ready. That's it. Other than that, the only thing they got is bowling. So, <laughs> we're, we're, they won like the national championship in bullying.
3: <laughs>
2: they really did. I um I, I was at the airport a couple of kind two three years ago, and there was all the all these girls there with like um hu- Husker warm ups, and I'm like, yeah, they. I mean, n- no offense whatsoever. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but like they do not look like athletes. Like that, it just look like, re, you know, just regular people. And so I walked up, I'm like, you guys, are you guys athletes at Nebraska? They're like, yeah, we're on the bowling team. And she goes, we just won the national championship. And I'm like,
0: oh, okay, I better,
2: yeah, are you, that's a flex. I'm going to sit down and shut up. Wow. It was pretty cool though. So, all right, Jerry, I'll shut up. You got to ask a question now.
5: Well, no, I just was, my jaw was dropped open that you didn't recognize the Nebraska bowling team, but Ah, But, they they were offended. (laughs) So, you know, kind of in a dose of reality though, I mean, it's got to be a little bit frustrating because Nebraska volleyball does set a high bar because, I mean, they've had the success and I mean, so it's good to shoot for them as far as, you know, as far as what you're trying to achieve. But at the same time, as you said, being our neighbor to the the West, it's got to be frustrating too, as far as one of our big rivals. So do you feel like they take you guys seriously? Do you feel like they're kind of arrogant? You know, we had some, we had uh, one of our guests, um, Adam, I can't remember, but talked about how the football team was just so arrogant before the games. And so I said, Do you get that vibe from Nebraska volleyball at all? Or what, what's it like going into a game with them?
4: I think we're weaning out of that. I would say probably like our freshman year, maybe a little bit. And then sophomore year, we take them to five in Manny and, um, like, I think that kind of, like, shocked them, like, completely. Like, we were not expecting that. So, like, going into that game, honestly, probably thought it was going to be a quick one. We were mixing up lineups. So, like, scouting us, we were just – it wasn't our full, full, um, full squad out there. Like, that was not what we were intending to come out with. And then we take them to five. So, that was just, like, a, I think a complete uh, hit to the chest, like – they were not expecting that, and um,
2: so oh, – That was an exciting game. I was fired uh, up.
4: That was one of the, probably the funnest games. Like, I played in the environment, just that, all that. So, like, I think we are getting to a point where we are um, being a little more respected by them, for sure. Just they're, they they got to come out their A game to beat us now. They're not just going to put the ball over and we're going to, like –
2: Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: it's, it's it's so true that like in this conference anything can happen. Yeah. You know, yes. like really you you got to bring your A game no matter who you're playing in so in the Big 10. Yeah. So it's like I yeah, like they've got to be ready. You know what I mean? Yeah. So having that kind of respect for us and yeah. kind of mutual respect um kind of goes all around. So
1: yeah. Okay.
2: So tying back to that excitement um, of of the fans, a lot of young girls watching you guys now idolizing you, like you guys idolize players growing up. What type of advice would you guys give to a young girl that has aspirations to play college volleyball at any level?
3: I, 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 my number one piece of advice that I, whenever I'm asked this question is just trust the process. Uh, I think, I mean, for me, like, I know Bailey understood that just starting late, it's like you feel like you're behind, it's tough, um, but at the end of the day, it's like trusting the process and just realizing that taking one step at a time is going to get you to where you want to be um, is just the best way to go about it.
1: Yeah.
2: You guys all agree, no different advice.
5: I
1: mean, I, mean, I, I obviously agree with Hannah since we started late, but um, I think something that I always tell people is to just, like, have fun at the end of the day like the recruiting process anyone will tell you it's rarely ever a fun time like it is very stressful it's like it's usually long it's like it's not fun so just have fun when you're playing whether coaches are watching you whether they aren't like all you can do is have fun because there are so many times that I look back on some of the games and tournaments I went to and I just had no fun because I was like this coach was on my court and I did so bad and oh my goodness. But like uh, it's it's memories that you can't get back. Like I sometimes wish I could just go back and play a qualifier. Like they're so fun. So yeah. just just have fun and don't worry about it. Everything's gonna work out the way it's supposed to.
2: Since my daughter plays volleyball too, and she's the same way, she's so worried about playing well all the time that I yeah. feel like she stresses herself out. And I'm like, you, you gotta have fun. If you're not having fun, what's the point? Go yeah. out there and just play hard. You're gonna make mistakes, and if you don't make a mistake, you're not playing hard enough. Yeah. So um, I was going to show you guys this on a little personal note, but that <laughs> that's watching uh, the TV behind is our BTN plus TV. So we're watching you guys play on the, on the TV behind. So she's got her Iowa volleyball shirt on representing. So she's a, she's a huge, huge fan of you guys. She'd love to meet you sometime this season after a game.
3: Yes, oh Yes. Awesome. love that.
2: Yeah. She gets, she gets into it. So she's, <laughs> she's excited. So I, that's awesome.
5: So we've talked about the extreme arena and what to look forward to, but you know, as far as the team goes, um, you know, you guys really have a lot of buzz. You've got a lot of returning, uh, firepower. I mean, I'm, you look through it Courtney, you were, uh, all region, all, uh, ABCA, all, you know, honorable mention. You're only the fifth honoree in program history from mm-hmm. what we saw. And, and, um, you know, first team, all big 10 and, uh, Hannah, you as a junior, you were in the top 20 in the Big Ten in hitting percentage, total blocks, and blocks per set. Look and at that even,
2: Look at that research. Even, yeah. even Bailey. Bailey's, you
5: know, Bailey led the team with 387 assists as a freshman. We've got a core group here that's creating a lot of buzz coming back. What more can we expect from the team? Who are some of the other, you know, contributors, and what can we expect to see when we come out to the extreme side of this year?
1: I think with a full roster this year, um, I think it's going to be so interesting in practice because it is one thing when some people's spots are sort of secure, but this year with 18 people on the roster, it is just going to be competing day in and day out. Like someone is always at your tail trying to get your spot. Mm -hmm. So I think that we have so many great people coming in and so many great people that are returning, like you said. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what's going to happen this season because we have so many great pieces and I think they can all just be put together really well.
4: Yeah. I was going to say, I think something I, probably everyone is coming in with is just a little bit of experience. Like mm-hmm. we're only, we have two, we had two freshmen coming early. So they've mm-hmm. been on campus. Yeah. And so we just have two, we have two more freshmen that are coming in next week for practices. So like, those are our only two new people, like on the team that haven't played college volleyball mm-hmm. before and been around this. So like, um, just having even with the COVID season, like Bailey, Leanne and Audrey, like they've all played against these people and yeah. had on court experience. That is definitely the key, I think to figuring things out. Um, like in practice, you that's just, it's different. Like once you're on the court, like that's when you start to figuring out things and trusting yourself and seeing how you can play against these people that you've looked up to for the past four years in mm-hmm. high school. And, yeah. um, seen on national stages and so having 16 out of 18 people play college volleyball and know what it kind of looks like is definitely going to be a key advantage um
5: right. right so Hannah building on that then you know you and Courtney but I'll ask you to answer this question but how important is it that from a standpoint of an incoming senior that you know to provide the leadership and the bar for these young players that are coming in
3: yeah, I, th- I mean, obviously, it's super important to kind of set the tone and maintain the standard that we've had throughout our four years. But um, yeah, I think it's it's super comforting to know that, I mean, our class, obviously, the four of us, Amaya, Maddie, Courtney, and I, um, and then the class below us, has is that's a pretty good chunk of the team. You know, we, we're really upperclassmen heavy this year. Um, so to know, like, as as leaders on this team, um, Courtney and I and other girls in our class, it's like... We know we've got the support and the backup from um, the other upperclassmen uh, because they've been with us for so long. Um, so I from a leadership standpoint, I think it's, it's a lot easier to be a good leader when you know that you've got that backup support um, from other upperclassmen and veterans that have been through it with you as well. So I think I'm excited to have that um, and just, um, yeah, it, it'll be comfortable, I think. I mean, we obviously we are seniors last year when during me and Courtney's junior year opted out. So um, we were kind of pushed into that leadership role early um, in a new way. So um, we were able to kind of figure it out in the fall though. I mean, so that was another, I guess, good thing that came out of COVID. Um, We obviously didn't compete until the spring. Um, So we were able to kind of work out the kinks and figure out leadership wise how things were going to work throughout the fall. And then by the time spring hit, obviously there was, you know, a little bit more to get adjusted to um, in games. Um, But I mean, we're coming back with the same group, so it'll be really nice and, I mean, comfortable to have that um, same leadership group already developed and um, kind of have everyone kind of already on the same page. And we've only got a couple, what, we have um, three new, I mean, other than the girls, because you mentioned that we had some girls come in early in the spring, some of the freshmen, and then so we've got really three newcomers. Yeah. Okay. Um, so just got to get them on board and the rest is, you know, we're ready to go. Yeah. Could,
2: could you guys give Jerry some advice on how to kill that fly in his Jeez. office? Cause it's just like attacking him the whole time. I feel so bad. I keep seeing him go like this the whole time. It's just like, Oh, all right.
5: I, I, I was just going to say, I'm not giving any like hand signals and nobody's got anything on their <laughs> face. So I got this fly going around and I'm like, i going to think I'm looking at him here. And I'm,
2: They're like answering the question really well. And I'm trying not to laugh because I keep looking over <laughs> and Jerry's like, oh, I'm like,
1: missing something. Are we supposed to go back?
2: Like,
1: yeah,
5: <laughs>
2: that's, <laughs> that's all right. I don't know if you guys have your phones with you or not. But it's part of a little game we're going to play here. So if you do, you can pop them out. If not, you can just go by memory. Okay. So you're going into the weight room, getting ready to getting ready to work out, and you're going to get intense. Okay. We're going to get the best workout we have all month. What are the top two or three songs on your workout playlist that you're going to be listening to?
3: This is Bailey's. This Plus is Bailey's
1: thing. <laughs> I <I'm... laughs> I tend to always take the playlist whenever we do stuff. Um, all right. My number one personally is all of the lights by Kanye West because that was my okay. surfing song my freshman year. So every okay. time I surfed, play, and played, I'd be like,
4: "Oh yeah, let's get it!" Like I'd be like in <laughs> heights.
1: <so that laughs> all is right. Two. Um, uh Winner with like Justin Timberlake, Jamie Foxx. Okay. Okay. Classic. That's a great one. Okay. Right. Um, there's too many. Uh, I
4: I listen to country music, so I often get shut down. The her. girl from California
2: is the one that listens to the country. That's like that's a twist. Yeah.
1: We'll be in the weight room, ready to get like a super intense workout on, and her weight coach is like, "What do you guys want to listen to?" And everyone's like, "Not country." He's <laughs> like, like, "Who's trying to like really get heavy weights going to some Jason Aldean?" I mean, <laughs> that's I a do. Good, that's a good I point. Love. I get shut so, uh, down. Quickly,
5: uh, 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 all right, Hannah. You're the one that got left out. What is no,
3: it? i mean, like one of the songs that personally gets me hyped, I I know we've listened to this in the locker room a couple times before. Um, we got this is kind of our go to sometimes, but um, now or never from High School Musical 3. I don't oh, know. <laughs>
5: Oh, man.
3: The song that plays when they're in the basketball game where it's like 16, 16 minutes left. Um, And our team just like goes crazy the locker room to that. Uh, Sometimes, I mean, we'll play the away games and there's basketballs out. Sometimes we'll be like dribbling and being like, T E I M T. And like, we're just going off. It's so funny. So, I mean, that's a good go to hype song for Honest I'd say. A classic. I,
5: I I don't know why they're laughing because that's Adam's pre podcast. Hype up song. So I mean, it's
2: uh, you know, there's certain so, things that we yeah, agree not to, There's certain things we agree not to talk about on air, Jerry, and you broke the co- you broke the code.
5: Uh, All right. A few interviews, I got blamed for listening to the Spice Girls on a workout, so it's kind of becoming our thing, you know. Before, uh, uh,
2: Hey, Spice Girls got some jams. All right, do we, do we want to wrap up with this uh, this game that, you know, you and our research team came up with yeah. these guys? Because they seem okay. like really great sports, and I think they'd have fun with it. So I don't know if you
5: girls have watch, ever watched any late night, but we're going to give you some Iowa volleyball superlatives. So we're going to ask you questions and find out if it's you or your teammates. who, who Who's going to best fit the questions we asked. So, Adam, if you want to go ahead and start.
2: All right. We want names. You can name names if you want. And it doesn't have to be one of you three. It can be anyone on the yeah. team or coaching staff. Okay. I was going to say, if a
5: coach is even more so, then, then okay. you know, all the better.
2: I'm going to sound so old saying yeah. this right now. And you know, um, even if you got
5: to run some con- extra conditioning as a result, feel free to say it on our podcast. So,
2: yeah, tell Coach oh, Brown to call us.
1: We'll,
2: we'll come run for you guys. It'll be bad, but we'll do it. No, no All
1: right.
2: All right. Um, who is most likely to record a fire TikTok dance video? Amaya.
3: Maddie Slagle. Maddie, Maddie Slagle. Slagle
1: um Amaya's the like she she loves dancing she like really gets into it but maddie Slagle is a TikTok Whoa, dear, TikTok. yeah she's
3: on the tiktok grind i mean i don't know yes. she's not as like a as talented of a dancer as amaya but she works hard in it and will learn tiktok dances for hours on end the to effort. Yep. so yeah all right.
5: All
2: right. all right all right are you gonna do the second one jerry yeah, one.
5: okay so next one on that same note who's most likely to record a really uncoordinated tiktok video
3: um. <laughs> <laughs> These
4: two. <I've> got, <laughs> <laughs> you two would actually film it. I would probably be very uncoordinated and uncomfortable, but I would never record See, it. I don't,
3: I don't think Courtney would go for making the TikTok at all. I would go for making the TikTok, um, but it would not be coordinated. So, yeah. You know, I but Hannah that. was
5: a gymnast. I mean, what are you saying? I mean, I don't
3: I do <laughs> yeah i don't know Uh, all
2: right so there's a there's it doesn't have to necessarily be a game but there's a scuffle on the volleyball court okay who's the first teammate that's going to step up and be like let's go let's go like take on anybody you know, somebody on the other team.
5: Really she said, What's a scuffle? Okay, a fire. Good, nice. <laughs> if, if somebody was to get into fisticuffs. Okay.
3: <laughs> so like, you're saying, like, Who would we have to like, hold back and be like,
5: Yeah, yeah, who would be the one? would be the first fire? one into the fire to, to, to protect yeah. the uh, family. I feel
4: like Amaya
3: talks a big talk. That's what I said. <laughs> Amaya talks a big talk. I don't know if she'd be the one that'd be really going after it.
1: Yeah. Okay. I, I think maybe
3: she might. Who? Who? I think there's someone on the team though that like would be like bro chill. Maybe,
4: uh,
3: would it be like Gronk. I would May. say Gronk.
4: She would actually. Yeah. Like, if, it was if, yeah. Was, if, if it was something okay.
3: Gronk was, if it was something Gronk was passionate about, and she was like not, we yeah, Gronk would go after oh, yeah. it.
4: Emma. Okay. Emma.
5: Okay. Because <laughs> okay. I was going to say Robert Caspi doesn't play volleyball. Actually, <laughs> sure, yeah. So. Okay. Okay. All right. So. Um, You know, who on the team, whether it be, you know, their interests or the studio, you know, being studious, whatever, who's the biggest nerd on the team? Biggest nerd?
4: Tubbs. (laughs) Grace Tubbs. Yes. All
5: right. And why why is
2: that? Yeah, why is that?
4: He will, like, I just can picture traveling. So we're gone for a whole weekend, Um, usually on the bus. Very difficult to study through. She will study the whole bus trip. Well the whole plane trip. She will have things to do. She yeah. Well and
3: know. like she'll like nerd out about like her like, Potter, Potter. Potter.
1: She made all of us like go on and figure out what, what house we were yeah. in or something. Like the entire team. Oh was
2: gosh. Yeah. It was a big thing.
1: Was cool. I've
2: heard about that.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
3: Yeah, oh she's, like, the nerd out about, like, everything that she's, like, obsessed with. And then she'll, like, and she'll share it with all of us. She'll oh, like, I'm you guys, me. you have to hear about this. Or, like, take this quiz. You're going to be in the Hufflepuff house. Before before
2: you guys came on, Jerry had his Harry Potter wand out, and he was pointing at some bullet points. I'm like, you're going to want to put that away for the interview, man. This is not going to be good. So we need to ask you guys, like when the season comes up, we got to do another interview. We'd love to have you guys back on. You guys are a freaking blast to (laughs) talk to. And we are going to be rooting hard for you guys this year. We're so excited for a big year of Iowa volleyball. Oh, yeah.
5: Yeah yeah, I mean, that's right that's, too.
3: yeah. yeah. Thanks you know, for having us on. We'd definitely love to hop on closer to season or yeah, during season whenever. This was a lot of fun. Yeah.
5: yeah. You know, as our fans have saw with you guys today, I mean, there's just you guys are a lot of fun. You're bringing in energy, the buzz, like we said, coming back in. I mean, there's no reason not to be down there front row and center at your games this year. I don't know. Yeah. There's no there's no excuse for Hawkeye fans not to come out and you. Yeah. yeah.
2: We got we got our we got our coach, we got our players, we got our arena. Let's go.
5: Let's go. Absolutely.
2: Let's go. I'm fine. I got goosebumps. I'm fired up. Let's do it. So I'm th- we're definitely going to be there, guys. So good luck this season. Have an awesome year, and we always end it with the Go Hawks. Go Hawks! Go Hawks!
3: Go Hawks! Go Hawks. All right.
2: go Hawks.
3: Thanks, guys. Oh. <laughs>